Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I miss you, man. I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you, man. Do I miss you, I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you. And welcome back. Hey, you like that? I was hoping you'd do a, the voice the whole episode, actually. So, oh, I think that wasn't goofy. Oh, I can't do goofy, mate. Can you? I don't want to. No, come on. No, I refuse. Okay. <laughs> um, well, Lonnie, tell everyone what the podcast's about before we dive in. That's right. Well, this is I Miss You, Man. My name's Lonnie. His name's Dylan. Each week we get together and have a little chat to about how much we miss each other, but also about a topic. It could be life, pop culture, and everything in between. This week it's Dylan's turn, and I think he should explain himself before we get going about why <laughs> this topic was selected. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> I think we, we just got to chatting. We talked about uh, how Goofy is the best fictional character of all time, uh, Disney or otherwise. Like, eat your heart out, Walter White, you know, all that sort of thing. Um, and you said, yeah, I agree, I agree. Are there any movies that have Goofy in them prominently? I said, mate, you wouldn't believe this. He's got two. He stars in two movies. And they are a Goofy movie from 95 and an extremely Goofy movie from the year 2000. So we watched them both, didn't we, Lonnie? I mean, that wasn't very accurate about what happened, but... Oh, we did watch them. That's 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 true. Mm. Okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> well, if it wasn't true before, if you didn't think Goofy was the best character of all time, you think that now, right? I do not. I am not a fan of this Goofy man. Okay, the pod's done. Shut it <laughs> oh, off. No, no, stop recording. No, I'm not going to. You need to explain no, yourself. Funny. No, I I need to explain myself. How dare you? What movies did you watch? What do you mean? I watched How's the Goofy. He... Yeah. Extremely Goofy. Yes. Yeah, those are the ones. Thank you. Yes. How? Okay. For those who don't know, both these movies, they're pretty much about Goofy being the best father ever. He's a very loving father. Loves his son, Maximilian Goof. <laughs> and what's Goofy's full name, Lonnie? Apparently it's Goofy Goof. <laughs> Yeah, that's all right. So, okay, we've been a bit silly here. What is Goofy's deal? Okay, what's do you know much about the history of him or what the he's not really? Is, I mean, or... <laughs> he's no, he's just one of the classic, classic old school original Disney characters. You know, mm-hmm. you got Mickey Mouse, you got Donald Duck, you got Minnie Mouse, you got Pluto, mm-hmm. you got Clarabelle Cow. Oh, deep yeah. cut there. Yeah. Uh, and you got Goofy Goof. Sure. And he's a dog-like creature, is that right? Yeah. <laughs> he's kind of a, kind of a human-dog hybrid, I guess. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. I'm too sure. 
And that's that's the world he exists in in these movies anyway. Mm-hmm. Everyone's basically human dog hybrids, aren't they? Mm. It's, it's all. I've got something to say about that later, actually. Yeah. So. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Um, I mean, these are technically in like the original Disney verse canon because we see appearances and mentions of Donald Duck and Mickey Mouse and mm-hmm. that sort of thing. And would it surprise you, Lonnie, to know if you didn't look it up or any that a Goofy movie is a continuation of a TV show? That I I saw that I didn't mm. look into it very much, but I did um see is it goof trip was that the name of the show that's the one that's the one yeah what's, what's goof trip all about it's just about um goofy and max when he was much younger mm. as well um just you know having adventures shenanigans just a classic saturday morning cartoon really i've okay. only watched a couple of episodes from it but mm. pretty fun pretty harmless okay and then they it's the El Camino of the Disney universe. <laughs> you might a say. A goofy movie, Lonnie. Yeah. They wrap that up, did they? And then they were like, let's make a movie about yeah. being a bit older. Okay, Absolutely. Sure. And so Goofy is like, basically he's well-meaning, but he's always getting into trouble and he's just a bit of a big old lovable bit of a goof klutz. idiot. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He's a goof. It's his, yeah. it's his namesake twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but see, I like... Paddington, and he's kind of similar. That like he's always getting into into shenanigans and trouble, but that is true. But he's likable. You... I think that's the issue. Yeah, you know. How is Goofy not likable? What don't you like about him? What's the difference between him and Paddington? I think he's just a bit annoying, isn't he? How? Well, he What's he listen... do that annoys you? He doesn't listen to his son. Yeah, because he's he's kind-hearted, nice dad. You know, he loves his mm. son very much. He does listen to him. He just he's worried. He thinks. All right, well... Okay, should we go Basic better? plot yeah. first. Okay, let's go. Yeah. So basically the first movie is about uh, Max and his dad, Goofy. Goofy Goof. Maximilian Goof. <laughs> I love those names and I'll say them as much as I can. Uh, Max is in love with a girl named Roxanne at his school, isn't he? Roxanne. Roxanne. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Uh, sings a song about how he loves her and uh, wants to make her his, eh? So hey? let's let's go let's let's go over that a bit in detail, please. Okay. okay. Yeah. So it's like the last day of school. Yes. Holidays. Summer, yeah. Yeah. Summer break or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're having assembly. Yes. Sure. Yes. And Max is like, he's an uncool kid. He's not hasn't got many friends. He's got two sort of nerdy friends, and they're like all a little nerdy group together. Yeah, he's an in between, Alani. Little, yeah, basically, and so mm. he is trying to prove himself as a cool guy and as you know someone who might be the object of her affection potentially if yeah you know if he's cool enough yeah so he decides to hijack the school assembly by singing like lip syncing yes <laughs> yes doing early early adopter of lip sync battles of this pop star who was kind of like a prince michael jackson crossover yeah power line is power his line. Name. So yeah, in the vein of Michael about Jackson and Prince, yeah. 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 But the idea is that, like, they had a projector on the that's going on the screen, but mm. he's behind stage singing and being filmed. Yeah. But then when he gets, and obviously the, the screen breaks open and he falls through the curtains or whatever, and he's up suddenly singing and dancing on stage. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. But that wasn't his plan, right? His plan was just to be behind stage? Is that how you read yeah, that situation? Exactly. Okay. Yeah, but they improvise, so... Uh... 
one of his friends, Bobby, who's played by Paulie Shaw. Mm. Now, can I say, as if this movie needed any more indications that it was smack bang made in the middle of the 90s, <laughs> you got Paulie Shaw. Um, we got references to MTV <laughs> later on. Yeah. Uh, we also have waterbeds too. Yeah, as a plot point, yeah. Like the three most 90s things you could think of, they're in this movie, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, waterbeds, good. Uh, and cassette tapes as well. Yes. Uh, but yeah, and also, before we move on, I think this is the limit of an acceptable amount of Paulie Shaw you can have in a movie. Okay. Yeah, just one. a little bit. <laughs> yes, yes. Why, okay. Uh, anyway, yeah, he improvises with a fire extinguisher to do a little smoke edge. Yeah. Eh? That is good. But my point is, though, like, if his point was to prove himself as a cool guy and be hot to all the girls or whatever, mm-hmm. his original plan was to be behind stage not showing his face. Like, what's <laughs> How does that work? <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. He's just being cool and just mm. having some film effects done by Bobby on the fly, by the way. That's pretty yeah, impressive all stuff. In camera editing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> He's a genius. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, they improvise, they get a like a kind of hook and they fly him around the room. Yeah. Dangerous. Uh, it's good. It's good. It's it's impressive, sure. But yeah, but bloody hell, it's working, isn't it? All the kids yeah. are going nuts. Yeah. Um, then he gets caught by the principal. Fuck, he mm. gets chewed out something chronic, I'm guessing. We don't <laughs> see it. But but the point of this is mm. that he bumps into Roxanne in the principal's office. Mm. And she's, she's mate, she's starstruck. She loves him. And he asks her to a party to, to watch Powerline at the party and watching like a TV special or something for his new concert. Mm. Um, but then the principal calls Goof. He's like, Mr. Goof, your son is a menace. He's inciting riots. Didn't happen. <laughs> He's going to end up getting executed if he doesn't change his ways. Yeah. Rough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wallace Shawn, how dare you? <laughs> um, but, yeah, and then Goofy obviously loves his son very much and gets extremely worried, so he plans an impromptu camping trip, which would mean Max isn't able to go to the party or on his date with Roxanne. It's a, it's a huge dilemma, isn't it? Oh, mate, it's crazy, crazy stuff. And when he goes to tell her that he's not going to be able to make it to the party now, she says she's going to find someone else. Mm. Rough. She turned so quickly, didn't she? She did, she did, she did. <laughs> um, but then Max comes up with the brilliant lie of that the only reason he's not going to the party mm. is because his dad's taking him to the Powerline concert in LA. That's a good thing. If you're going to have to let someone down... Lie to them as much as possible, you know? Yes, yes. With a lie so inconceivable because he says he, his dad knows Powerline yeah. and they're going to get up on stage and he's going to dance for her and that sort of thing. Yep. Nuts. Yep. yep. Why would you do that, Max? Uh, just and Also, Max, have a chat to your dad and be like, I'm happy to go on a trip. Can we go after the party? <laughs> party like next week. We could do it afterwards, right? Like. <laughs> I mean, that's a possibility, but look at look at who he's dealing with, Lonnie. It's goofy goof, mate. Yeah. You can't talk reason to that man. Once he gets an idea in his brain, he's going with it. Mm-hmm. It's true. But, yeah, anyway, it's just pretty much shenanigans from there on out. And, yeah, just great stuff. Anything you want to talk about in particular from the start of the movie that we might have missed, Lonnie? Well, I've got a, a, this junction up nice to talk about Powerline, right? Okay, yeah. Why does he have a theme as a pop star? A theme? 
Yeah, like his power line is like all about power and electricity and stuff, right? Ah, he has like a character. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess that happened. Like David Bowie had characters over the years. Michael Jackson sometimes had like a concert tour where he would have a costume and stuff. Is it that sort of thing? Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. It just seemed weird to me that he'd have like a a persona, like he's a superhero or something, that he's his power line. Yeah, no, that's cool. It's kind of like, uh, you know, the gorillas, there's lore around the musician, that sort of thing. I guess so. I guess so. Yeah, and Prince had his, his purple and stuff. Yeah. yeah, exactly, mate. Exactly. No, I, I, oh, one thing I want to say about this, before we get into like the road trip side of things. Yes. Early on, we see that um, Goofy is at work and he's like a, a child photographer. So mm-hmm. taking pictures of the, you know, Harvey Norman, wherever it is. <laughs> and best mates with uh, Pete. Yeah. Who's like a classic Disney antagonist. Mm. Don't know and why he's friends with Goofy, but anyway. No, like he's, he's kind of his boss, right? Or is he, are they like I colleagues? Think he's his co-worker. Yeah. co-worker, yeah. Because Goofy, for all his faults, he's really good with kids and he's a good photographer of kids because you, know, you can make them laugh and be relaxed yeah. and stuff. And then his mate comes over and is like mad at him for being good with kids. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> a dick. Cool. Yeah, that's Pete, mate. What are you mad about, Pete? He's jealous. And Pete's like, I can do it better than you. And there's just like really yeah. mean to the girl and she cries. And I'm like, well, yeah, because you're in the wrong line of work, mate. You should be a prison guard or something if you're like that. <laughs> oh, he'd be a banging prison guard. Yeah, wouldn't he? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I had to say about the beginning. And yeah, so kind of out of nowhere, Max is picked up like after school and then taken on a road trip against his will. Yeah, pretty much. Mm. Like straight away. How'd Goofy get time off work already? I don't know. It's going to be like a, a six week journey or something. It's like a, not like it's for the weekend. It's a very <laughs> no, long trip. No, they're going cross country. <laughs> yeah. It's also funny looking at this. Like, I know it's a cartoon and everything, right? I, I get all that. So hmm. you know, I understand that. But he's a single dad, one income. They've got a massive house and he's just a photographer <laughs> at a <laughs> department store. Like, the dream, probably accurate in some parts of America in the 90s still, but, you know. Yeah, well, I was, because um, I did watch the first episode of Goof Troop, and that's when they actually buy the house and move to that town, which is called Spoonerville. Okay. Um, so before that, they were actually living in a trailer. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. And it was just him and his, him and Max at that point. So I don't know what's happened with the mother. Mm. Do you reckon it's runaway or widowed situation? I don't know. It, it's... I mean, you couldn't leave them, could you? You couldn't stay married to a man like that. Excuse you. No, just like you couldn't, Dylan. How dare you? Max hates him. Oh, he's a teenager. All teenagers hate their parents. Okay. Yeah, How I don't know. You? There's no mention of mum anywhere in, in the films, is there? No, which wouldn't lead me to believe either one of those two situations. Yeah. Because if it was just divorce, I would assume she would be mentioned. Yeah, Max. Would, there's nothing like Max is going to go see mum or anything, is there? So. Yeah, exactly, mm. exactly. But yeah, but no, what else, Lonnie? Mm. This is an animated Disney film made in the nineties, isn't it? Sure is. Do you know what that means, Lonnie? What's it mean, Dylan? It means it's a musical, mate. Yeah, for some reason. Oh, stop it! It's actually there's okay some, music. It's okay. Yeah, some banging songs in here. What's yeah. your problem? Like the first one that Max sings, it's great stuff. On the open road, bit of fun. Mm-hmm. Do you like that song? That's when they're in the car, is it? Yeah. Yes, yes. Yep. That's fine. 
I want to say something. Mm. A prisoner gets a verse in at one point. He's mm. been taken to jail. He says that he's the next time he'll see the open road is in 40 years, or when he's 65. I'm assuming he's around 25, 30, mm. something like that. Mm-hmm. So that's like a 40-year sentence roughly in jail. Mm. What'd that man do? Something harsh. That's sure. murder. Yeah. That's murder at least. At least. So murder exists. But it's good he got into the <laughs> Disney movie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Representation, you know, it's, it's important. I mean, I guess Goofy's also a murderer. Murders a mime at one point, doesn't he? <laughs> Straight up. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm surprised he's still got a license because he's such a bad driver. Excuse you. <laughs> he does run into things a lot. He does. But that's that's part of the fun, you know. It's a bit of a cartoon. It's a goofy movie, Lonnie. It's a goofy movie. It's, it's one of those things, yes. you got to... It's cartoon logic, yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, one thing I noticed on their road trip, though, is that there are so many nuns in the background. Do you notice that? <laughs> there's a lot, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. More than you think. Like, there's nuns there. There's nuns going to the Powerline concert, which is pretty funny. <laughs> they're nuns. Like, they they stop at, for lunch somewhere, like, food at one stage. There's nuns, I think, there as well. So. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I can't remember. When he makes... Yeah. Because that's when he makes Max Navigator with his dad's old map. Mm, that's... Max, yeah, he, he takes that pretty lightly, doesn't he, that responsibility? <laughs> well, before that, while Goofy was sleeping, mm. uh, after they get attacked by Bigfoot, he... <laughs> yep. Stop it. <laughs> What's your problem now? Why a Bigfoot there? <laughs> Why not? Why does he... You're being rude. Okay. We'll, we'll let that one fly. Yeah, fair enough. Because while they're camping, what's, what's Goofy do with Max? He shows him the perfect cast. Mm. Doesn't he, Lonnie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shows him how to properly throw a fishing rod. Perfectly, in fact. Um, and yeah, shenanigans ensue, and they accidentally bait Bigfoot into sleeping on their car so they can't get out, that sort of thing. I think that's Isn't that what, what I call, yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. And then while Goofy's sleeping, Max changes the map so that their destination is now going to be LA, the Powerline mm. concert. Mm. So they're going to the fishing hole that they're heading to. They should call him Maximilian Sneak, you know? How dare you? Mm. Be rude, mate, be rude. He's just a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> just wants to sow his oats. You're not giving the man any leeway, are you? Well, thing is... The one thing that's effective about the movie, <laughs> the one thing, the main thing that's effective, I think, is that you can kind of see both sides of the of the argument. Because Goofy's worried about his son, his son's getting older and he's sort of distancing himself from from his dad. On the other hand, single dad, his whole life as his kid, and he's smothering him a bit, but then mm. he's like, you know, he is my life and I want him to be have the best life and I don't want him to go to jail, which is maybe... <laughs> but you can see where they're coming from. And if they just sort of had an open and honest chat about it, but they're both so worried about the other and they're both so stubborn, I don't think they can do that at the beginning. So yeah, exactly. that, that drama exactly. is effective. I'll give them that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And they do have some tender moments, like with the, the soup, high dad soup. Do you like that, Ben? That was good. Yeah, okay. That's good. But anyway, Goofy makes Max Navigator. So now Max is in charge. 
of picking all the destinations on their way to supposedly the fishing hole. Mm. But Max's plan is that they're going to sneak to LA. Don't know what the plan is once they get there, <laughs> but you know. I guess just run away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess, yeah. But no, great stuff. But then uh, Goofy finds out, doesn't he, Lonnie? Yeah, cracks a shit, as we say in Australia. He does, he does crack a shit. Well, he gives <laughs> him a chance to correct his mistake, first of mm, all. True. Because they're coming up to basically left is Los Angeles and right is the fishing hole. Mm-hmm. And he asks Max, which way are we going? Which way are we going, mate? One of the most tense scenes in film history. <laughs> mm. Like you're being rude. <laughs> Anyway, Max picks left, goes to LA, and Goofy's pissed, and they have a, a bloody a bloody fight, don't they, Lonnie? Mm, big old Barney. A big old fight. Yes, mm-hmm. they do. Yes, they do. In which their car falls off a cliff along with them, and then mm. they're stuck in a river. Yeah. In which they reconcile, though. They do. They, they sing a nice song, and the car floats. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, stop it. It's cartoon <laughs> logic. Come on. <laughs> it's all right. No, it was quite good actually. On the as they're floating and they 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 hash it out basically. Yeah, and he's honest with his dad. Tells him all about Roxanne and the situation that he lied to her about going on the Powerline concert. That's and his thing. dad. Yeah. yeah. So I was gonna say, if Max had told his dad, "Hey, I'm trying to get with this girl. This is kind of if we go on this trip, it's kind of really gonna affect me." Griffith would have been like all up in there. He'd been like, "100, percent I'm gonna do everything. Yeah. I can get you, get the." Have the best chance with this girl, you know. Yeah, well, that's that's the lesson to take away from the movie: be open and honest with your with your parents, and mm. uh, you know, don't just assume they won't understand how you're feeling, that sort of thing. Because they were yeah. kids once too. They've been there. Goof's been trying to, he's trying to get his, trying to get that sort of thing happening in the past. I'm sure. Oh yeah, well, it's happened, doesn't it? At least once. Son. Yes, at least once, and then in the sequel, definitely more. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, a bit I've of a saucy sneak that, peek. Yeah, okay. Oh, excuse you. Okay, right, we'll okay. get there eventually, <laughs> won't we? Yeah. But yeah, no, they sing a lovely song, and I like the juxtaposition of the on the open road song. Mm. They're very um, butting heads in yep. the verses, like they're going back and forth, singing over each other. But in this song, once they've reconciled and everything, realize they love each other. They're in sync, and they're, it's a duet. Mm. Do you not like that? No, that's an effective way of using the songs to move the story forward. Yeah. And, yeah, that is good. Exactly. Exactly. And it's one of the best songs in the movie too. Yep. How do you feel about Goofy singing? I'm not a fan of it. you think the voice lends to it? No? Not particularly. <laughs> you know what? I read about this um, apparently when they were first making and recording the audio or the dialogue. Hmm. They asked him to record Goofy's voice normally. Did you read that? What do you mean? They said, can you make him just talk like a normal guy rather than goofy? In, and when he's singing? No, no, just in the whole film. They recorded like oh, a, a week or two of, of regular voices as Oh, goofy. God. That and would then, be horrifying. I know, right? And the, the actor was like, you know, I think people come to the film to watch and hear Goofy, not some guy. Yeah, it's called a Goofy movie. <laughs> yeah, eventually they went back and recorded it otherwise, obviously. Um, so, oh, yeah, that's, that's weird. And the, the song, like... Get to like because it's a cartoon. It's fine, but yeah, yeah. Well, fair enough. Um, all the things I don't need to see in my life, Lonnie. I don't need to see 
Goofy nearly dying and screaming for his life. <laughs> it's a bit much, isn't it? <laughs> that's the thing. That's like I like the scene. So at one point their car's about to go off a waterfall mm. and then it just turns into a, a desperate struggle to stay alive. Like if they fall off, they're dead. But like, and I love that scene, don't get me wrong, but this whole time in this movie we've had just cartoon logic with things that should have injured people or should have killed people is just brushed off as not even being anything at all. But now suddenly, just because the plot requires it, we're choosing to have a waterfall, which is like, we've seen worse in this movie. We've seen car crashes that should kill people. We've seen cars going off cliffs and they're fine. They're just arguing like nothing's happening in the background. Mm. But now this is danger and we're supposed to be afraid for these characters' lives. Yeah, all of a sudden there are stakes, yeah. Yes, exactly, exactly. But it does it well enough. Um, Goofy plunges to his death, seemingly, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Max saves him with the perfect cast. Yeah, with his that, that, was, that was good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's still a lovely moment overall. And then they go to the Powerline concert, and bloody hell, they sneak in, don't they, Lonnie? Dylan, have you seen um, Pitch Meeting on YouTube? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I was thinking about you know, the the question that often happens there is like, how do they get in? I don't know. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> There's that. Also, like, so he's got to sneak in and get on TV and sing and, and sing to Roxanne. Isn't that going to be difficult? Yeah. No, super easy. Barely inconvenience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much what happens. How they get inside and get on stage, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely, pretty much. They just they just throw up. On, they just go to stage, and Powerline yep. doesn't stop the show. Doesn't like, hey, security, get them out of here. He just rolls with it. He's vibing. He's like, it's a bit like um, when Vanilla Ice had the Ninja Turtles turn up at his concert, and he's like, all right, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to sing a song about these guys. Let's roll with it, yeah. <laughs> and then Goofy does the perfect cast, and uh, Powerline just mimics it straight away. What a he's legend! A good, what he's a good performer. Yeah. And that song, great song, Eye to Eye. Mm. One of the best Disney songs ever, Lonnie. Arguably, yeah. <laughs> As in you would argue it's not. <laughs> I mean, there are a lot of good it's a good song, but there are lots of great Disney songs, so Yeah, and that's one of them. Okay. Yeah. I would put it above any other song, Lonnie. Okay. Nah. It's pretty good. It's good. Yeah. It's a great uh a great Michael Jackson esque mm. song. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they get on stage and impress Roxanne as they should, but, and this is a critical point, because if this didn't happen, bad lesson, bad yep. lesson overall. Yep. But Max does come clean at the end. He's like, yeah, I know I did it, but I lied to you. We weren't meant to do it or anything like that. Yeah, he got away with it, and he could have just run with it, but he, he owned up, which is good. Yeah, he did the right thing and shows the importance of being honest in a relationship and that sort of thing as well mm-hmm. which is good and then yeah Goofy meets Roxanne, she's loving it and we find out she's liked Max the whole time because and he's Goofy well that's the thing, we haven't mentioned that yet really is that the main thing that Max is worried about is becoming his dad because he sees his dad as this really awkward and yeah, not someone anyone would ever love not cool yeah, an uncool guy, and he's really worried about you know the laugh. Isn't that like a dream sequence where he, his oh, Jesus. teeth come out and his face morphs into Goofy's face, and he's like, yeah, no one's ever going to love me, basically. 
horrifying. It is it's pretty horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end, he does let out a huk laugh, but Roxanne doesn't mind. So that's kind no, of No, she cool. loves it. Yeah, accepting yourself and your family for who they are. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Most people are trying to be good most of the time. Yeah, that's that's fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Just just a great film about the relationship between a father and a son. Not enough films like it, Orny. Well, Dylan, are you part of this sort of millennial trend that have turned this film, which got kind of so-so reviews back in the 90s, and now it's got this cult following and people talk about it as if it is one of the best films ever? Is that what you're part of that, clearly? It's just true. It's a fact. Like, what do you mean? I'm not part of anything. You, you know what I mean, though. People talk about this online all the time, being like, "Yeah." I think because it's a little bit surprising that a movie called The Goofy Movie with, you know, Goofy does have this emotional core. I think that is kind of a little bit surprising. It's 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 more compelling than it might seem at first. Do you have specific problems with this film, Lonnie? Because I would love to hear them. Because right now... All I'm hearing is fucking negativity, negativity, negativity. And that is unacceptable. For one of the greatest animated films of all time. It's it's fine. I was, I've said it's fine several times. Mm. <laughs> but what specific problems do you have with it? No, I, I just, it, it doesn't, it doesn't flip my boat necessarily that much, but I can see why people like it. What better father-son films are there, Lonnie? That's a good question. Mm. Can't think of any. That's exactly right. So this is the best one. <laughs> I, I did like the kind of the classic animation style, which very familiar to people who grew up like we did in the 90s, early 2000s. Like, you know, very clearly just, you know, the way it was done was like, this is bringing back memories of Saturday morning Disney cartoons on Channel 7, you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm. Fantastic film, ten out of ten. Is this is this you talking, Dylan, or is it your nostalgia talking? Fantastic film, ten out of ten. <laughs> did you um see what our boy Roger said about it? Um, I did. Uh, apparently, it stopped working quarter of the way through, <laughs> yeah. and he just didn't bother fucking reviewing it. <laughs> he just sort of guessed what the rest of it would be, what what his rating would be based on the notes he'd already made. He's pretty yeah. sp- bang on, though, really. Let's face it. Mm. He gave it three out of four stars, though. Yeah, he, he said, you know, four out So that's what you should give it. Okay. Is that what, what you're giving he it? He wasn't always right, you know. But. Mm. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, if I'm going to give it a rating out of five, I'm going to give it two, Dylan. Oh, for fuck's What's your problem with it? You haven't explained what's your issue. It's, it's fine. I'm said it's fine, Dylan. I'm just like, like if you had specific issues, like is it pacing? Is it character? Is it editing? It's goofy. I don't like goofy much. Why though? But I said the drama's pretty good. What's what? What don't you like about goofy? Is it the voice? It's the voice. It's this the whole thing. Oh. You know, I couldn't stand him if if I was nearby. I just couldn't stand him. But he's like the best Disney character. Like of the originals, like Mickey and Donald and that, he's the best one. His heart's in the right place. I would just yes. wouldn't want to be his friend. No, I would. I would, Dylan. I just, it'd be frustrating, you know. Can't imagine that, Sonic. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> You've saddened me, Lonnie. You've saddened me. All right, well, and I can't t- believe... That you think the second one is just as good. <laughs> I think it is just as good, Don. Why, though? <laughs> well, I believe my friends on Rotten Tomatoes say it's even better. So, Why, though? Why do they say that? What reasons do they give? I think they... Well, maybe... Maybe. I think this was, went straight to the DVD or straight to TV... Maybe yeah. the expectations a bit lower potentially. Um, didn't have music, something I noticed. Yeah, no, no like no singing. I mean, one of the major sins of it that they committed. It's no heart and soul to it. Yeah, well, maybe the the plot is maybe a little bit stronger. Like the first one meanders a bit. That's what you get with road trip movies. They sort of do meander around a little bit. Yeah, but okay, let's not get into musical. it. Musical. Eh? That's not okay for Disney animated movies, yeah. Lonnie. Yeah. Like, I understand that that was the early 2000s and they were experimenting with not doing music in the movies, Mm. like with Lilo and Stitch and Emperor's New Groove and that. Mm. But it makes them all worse. There's no heart, no soul. Yeah. It's not okay. Having characters sing their emotions is like a shortcut into emotional moments. And not not in a bad way, it just is. Like, that's how you get to know them and how they... Because these films, they're, they're they're big, they're dramatic, they're often they're, you know, stories about princes and princesses and stuff. Like it is a way to get mm. that sort of vibe going, and it, it's extremely weird to go from a movie with singing and dancing and stuff to one that doesn't have it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And also, they cross the line for the acceptable amount of Paulie Shaw in a film. Too, too much, much eh? too much. Too much in this one, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, well, can you give us a rundown of the, the basic plot of an extremely goofy movie? Max goes to college, mm. um, wants to compete in the X Games. Yeah. Okay. If you didn't know Tony Hawk and that was big at this time, who could tell? <laughs> yeah, there was a time, like I was going to say, Dylan, if you didn't um, know when this was made, you'd know from the X Games, like, oh, yeah, about 2000. Yeah, early 2000s, <laughs> yep, and, absolutely. Um like, they're still going, apparently, the X Games, but if you told me oh. they had just gone from, like, 95 to 2000, I'd believe you because I haven't heard of them ever since then. No, no. That's when they were biggest, I reckon. And um, this, do you remember back in this time, it really did feel like like extreme sports were going to take over the world? 
Yeah, for sure. For yeah. sure. It's because everyone's playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, mate. Man, I got that on PS4 the other day. I'm loving it. One and two? Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic, eh? It's good. I'm not very good at it, but I'm, I'm enjoying no, it. No, me neither, but I, I still love doing it. It's fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I just like flying yeah. around the city, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. They need to do three because three was my favourite. Oh, That's really? One okay. and two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, no, great stuff. And then, so, yeah, he's going to college. Said, yeah. yeah, he's going to college. Um, Goofy's missing him so much so that he fucks up at work and gets fired. <laughs> Uh, and he can't get another job because he never finished college, did you, Lonnie? No, even though he was a photographer in the first movie, now he's a factory worker. Yeah, he's moving from job to job, single parent, you know. Well, he could have found another job, clearly, if he went from being a photographer to working in no, a factory. No, he needs a college degree. Didn't you listen to the film? <laughs> he needs a college degree. Get a job. You know what i Yep, they call it Qualification Creek, Dylan. Everyone's got to get, you know... <laughs> Used to be you have to get a high school diploma, now you've got to get a master's degree to get the same job. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I feel it. I feel it. Yeah, yeah. And so the solution would be, you know, if he goes to another college, you know, he gets, uh, gets his own degree, does his own thing like a respectable parent. But no, he goes to Max's college, to Max's same class, <laughs> and does his last year of college with Max. Yeah. Why would you do that, Goofy? I, Goofy, get like a... You could work. You could work during the day, like at a, like a work at Macca's or something, and then work. No, he can't. He can't get a job without a college degree, Lonnie. You hey, don't understand. Well, Even Macca's, they need college degrees. Okay. You don't get it. Okay. I get. I, I get it now. You, you mentioned it. Yeah. The movie okay. said so. So yes, he turns up at Max's college. I'm not sure where he's. he's is he still living at home, Goofy, or is he on campus somewhere? I think he's on campus. If he's getting up at five o'clock in the morning to wake True. him up, True. I think he must he's be on there campus. somewhere. If he's living, in, like in the library or something, yeah, he's probably having Pete look after the house. He lives next yeah. door, so yeah. wouldn't be surprised. But can I just say, when Goofy first turns up, and Max just shits his pants like worst nightmare come true. Mm. Goofy comes in, and he says, "I'm just a yearning for some learning." I think that's a very you motto, Lonnie. That could be your line. I, I do like to learn. <laughs> yeah, you yearn for learning. Yearn for some learning, mate. But I wouldn't turn up wearing a, a pale blue <laughs> 70s, suit. 70s outfit? Why not? In the afro. <laughs> not good, man. Come oh, come on. That's all right. But, yeah, it starts, starts getting up, starts screwing up Max's college life. No college hygiene yeah. can go on. Max can't take a break, can he? Like he spent the first movie trying to get get with Roxanne, and now he's trying to live his life as a as a freshman at college, and he just can't. Yeah, whenever it looks, his dad's there, you know. Yeah, and I won't. I'll give it this: it's not a rehash of the first film. Like he clearly understands his dad because his mates are like, "What the fuck is this? Why is he here?" And he's like, "Guys, come on, give him a break. He has to be here." It's not his fault. He needs it. I've explained the ground rules as best I can. We just need to have our own lives. And Goofy just didn't learn any lessons from the first movie. Clearly, yeah. Because he's just up in Max's grill the whole time. Until he meets a sexy librarian, Lonnie. Yeah, sure does. So, like, what I wrote here is that now it's time for Goofy to be a horn dog. <laughs> yes, absolutely, absolutely. And just quickly, before we get to the librarian, Roxanne, nowhere to be seen. Yes. So I was going to do this at the end, but we'll do it now. Okay, sorry. 
I did look into what happened with Max and Roxanne. It took me down a dark hole okay. last night. Got onto a few YouTube videos. So apparently <laughs> the canon of the relationship of Roxanne and Max is that they got together in the first film, obviously. Mm-hmm. It's questionable whether they went to prom or not because apparently in the new DuckTales series, Goofy has some pictures in his wallet and there's some of Max and Roxanne at prom and that sort of thing. Really? Okay. Yes, yes. But then obviously she's nowhere to be seen in this film. And we see him flirting with the cashier with chicks at the disco asking him for a dance. He doesn't say he has a girlfriend or anything like that. So I'm assuming that they're not together at this time. Hmm. Then, in the Disney series, A House of Mouse, which is about Mickey Mouse owning a nightclub. I don't know if you've seen that. I've seen, I know of it. I don't think I've ever seen that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So there's an episode where he goes on a date with Roxanne there. This is Max. Apparently that's after college. Yes. No, no. (laughs) It's Max. It's Max. Okay. Um, So he goes on a date with her there um, and she loves it, says it was the best date she's ever had in her life. Apparently that's after college. So they might have been on a break during college. If they went to different colleges, perhaps, yeah. Yes, exactly. Mm. Or they did long distance and Max was just a dirty little scumbag. Either or. Yeah, okay. Thank you for looking into that for me. But then, Lonnie. There's more. Yes, yes. So there's like a a 3D animated movie called Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas. Mm. And Max brings a girl home called Mona. (laughs) No. So... Doesn't look like they end up together in the end, Max mm. and Roxanne. Sad times. But that's okay. the fate. Right. It, 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 that, that's all good stuff, but it's a bit weird that she doesn't get mentioned because she's like the focus <laughs> of the first film, isn't it? But, you know, different movie, whatever. Yeah, whatever. We've moved on. Anyway, the librarian, Lonnie, what are your thoughts? Well, if you're a sexy librarian, Dylan. Oh, yeah. Out of college, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Would yeah. you be attracted to a goofy man called Goofy? Yes, yes. You would, wouldn't you? Yes. He's a student for starters. Ah, oh, come on. He's, he's a mature he's age like, student. He's forty-five at least. <laughs> Still, not on. Mate, um, did you see him dance? <laughs> he's a sex machine. He he is so sexy and dancing in a you know sexy and. His dancing is so compelling that yes. it made her dance in the library in front of her yeah. boss. Yeah, like a duck, like a quacking duck. Yeah. His goofiness just rubs off on other people. That's yeah. how contagious it is. Yeah. So. Except on you. <laughs> I'm the only guy like in the crowd with my arms crossed just mad at him. Yeah. <laughs> Rubs up there you're, dancing. You're immune to his... Ch- you're the Bradley upper crust of, <laughs> of this name. movie morning. Great name. Oh, great name for an antagonist. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay, so you're, you're into the librarian, are you? Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, this, we just mentioned him, but this movie has something the first didn't have. Yeah. An outright villain. Mm-hmm. And it's always good to see, like, the guys who are the fraternity house of the villains. Good stuff. I mean, it's a bit done to death at this point, isn't it? A little bit, yeah. Just dickhead frat boys. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so it's Bradley Uppercrust the Third. Yes, is like the king of the X Games. Him and the 
the Gamma Fraternity. They're like, we never year. They're too good. But Max, Bobby, and PJ, who's Pete's son, who's also his friend, they're going to take the crown from him as freshmen, which has never been done before, Lonnie. I mean, aim high, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but then some bit of shenanigans and shoe. Goofy knows how to skate because he's so clumsy. You know, why not? Uh, and he wants yeah. to, yeah, yeah, he wants to be on Max's team, but Max's like, nah, nah, you're not being on my team. That's fucked. But then Bradley <laughs> Uppercrust goes to Goof. He's like, Mr. Goof, that was incredible. Please join us. And then Max is like, yeah, 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 join them, Dad, so he can get Goofy out of his hair. And he also thinks that Goofy is so clumsy that he might, yeah, get in the way and ruin things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then they end up decimating him in the the qualifiers, don't they, Lonnie? The Gammas. Yeah, and it's all completely legal, isn't it? What they do. <laughs> I didn't yeah. see any referees calling them out. <laughs> so yes, it is. It's like this. It's like speed racing, mate. Anything goes. Yeah. Except latches on the bottom of cars. That's right. You can bring a gun and shoot somebody. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> you can use rockets on skates. Mm. You can uh, blow up structures and crush your enemies beneath them. That's all all good. All kind good. Of, yeah, if you if you can pull off the risky move, you're like, that's fine. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, Props, for sure. You know? Absolutely. But a bit of a boring villain, isn't he? As we said, just a dickhead frat boy. Yeah, and that's the thing I, I alluded to before is that a lot of the other characters apart from our main characters in this um, film, they just seem like humans with like a big brown nose. I didn't mm. really understand what animal they were supposed to be or their design just felt kind of boring to me. Yeah, I think they're just all dogs, yeah. Yeah, but like it just, they didn't really put much effort in, I don't think. No, not really. I mean, Goofy's probably the best design overall. Mm. Mm. Max is pretty good too. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're yeah, right, and, and the villains aren't particularly compelling, and they're just like mustache twirling. We're evil because we're evil, kind of thing. Pretty much, yeah. And we got uh, so got go Brad on. Garrett though. Yeah, good voice. For sure. <laughs> yeah. he, his his character has a bit of an arc, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, Tank. Yeah. Yeah, baby. A bit Austin <laughs> Powers, isn't he? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Um, and as you said before, it was kind of like. It's not relearning the exact same lesson of the first, but it is kind of the same beats. It's not like a ex- expansion of what they did in the first. It's kind of a redo of the same idea. Yeah, not quite the same stuff, yeah. Mm. It's like if the first movie got them 75% of the way there of an accepting father-son relationship, mm. this got them the last 25%. Yeah, and like people sometimes need to learn lessons more than once. I get that, but kind of did feel a little bit like, haven't we done this before? Yeah, especially on Goofy's side. Like, he learned nothing from the first film. <laughs> Clearly not. At all, at all. <laughs> at all. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the first movie didn't need a villain or anything like that. In a way, depends on who you sided with, but they're kind of each other's antagonist. Max exactly, yeah. That, that, that's a good point, yeah. Yeah, which is more nuanced and subtle than just having an outright evil frat boy yeah it's the situation that they're going through is the conflict rather than exactly exactly yeah yeah which is why the first one's so good and that's um summed up pretty well in the in the the second film (laughs) so i'm laughing already um so my headphone just fell out 
Oh, hello. Technical issues. Um, here we go. When the guys, the, the frat boys, are talking about how they're going to cheat in the final, and they just start chanting, cheat, cheat, cheat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You've got to know they're evil when they got well, malicious intentions yeah. on it. They love to cheat, you know? They do. They do. Yeah. That's yeah. one of the things I hate, bullies. Taking yeah. pleasure and being cruel on it. Exactly. Vengeance. Not okay. Yeah, but there's no vengeance in this movie. That's the problem. Well, they almost die. <laughs> well, Tank nearly dies. Because mm. um, Bradley Uppercrust the third uh, nearly blows up him and Max. Mm. Why would he do that? I feel like all the effort they put into their schemes, they could probably just try and train and practice and that'd probably go pretty well yeah exactly do you think mm. they're doing engineering degrees like <laughs> potentially they yeah. <laughs> should be <laughs> yeah. yeah um but yeah anyway tries to kill max and tank so tank gets stuck in the blaze the blazing mm. inferno the mm. crushing structure again a little bit like um, the first one there's all of a sudden they're like people life and death states. situation yeah out of nowhere yeah yeah, yeah. Max is fine, but he can either choose between finishing the race or saving Tank. And Tank's yelling. He's like, 911, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes back and helps him. And yeah, they go over the finish line and Max wins. Yeah. I read online, Dylan, that that scene inside the Inferno, just after 911, that was cut from TV broadcasts. Oh. Because it might have been too raw for the yeah, people to I watch. Yes, it's bit of a stretch, isn't it? Yeah, I, a lot of things like that happen um, around 9-11. Kind of weird. Yeah. I mean, I understand what they did with Spider-Man 1. Yeah, that, they, that's a bit different, isn't it? Yeah, but... Because he actively used the Twin Towers to stop... Was it a plane? I think it was a plane, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, or a helicopter, maybe, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a bit too soon, but... Yeah, I but it's still being in a, in a situation with structures and fire and stuff, yeah. In different an aircraft time. near the Twin Towers. Mm. Mm. That's different. Yeah. yeah. Um, one thing I wanted to add, Dylan. Mm. You know, I've I've worked in unis for a while now. I, I know a few things. Mm. Um, at least here in Australia, the credit you have from study usually expires after ten years. So, <laughs> if he probably wouldn't be going back, you know, uh, to finish off his last year. You don't year. know the American rules of college, Lonnie. I, I don't. So. Especially. You don't know the American rules of college in the Disney universe. I'm not, because I'm I think expert. they're a bit more lenient if you require a college degree for any job ever. <laughs> I think they will let people hold on to their credits as long as they need Okay. Them. My second point. Mm. Why would they be taking the same classes, right? <laughs> Griffey's a senior. He's coming off to finish off his last couple of classes. Max yeah. is a freshman. Like, potentially... If he's got some, like, just some free electives that he is going to choose the exact same class as his son's doing in first year, like, maybe, but be rich. Well, I mean, it's clearly how the classes are done because also Bradley's in the same class as Max. Like, it's just a mixture between all. Maybe it's a, such a small uni, everyone has the same classes all the time. Oh, but it's a whole college town, so I wouldn't think yeah. so. Yeah, I don't know. Just the rules. The rules the rules of the Disney animated universe only. I, I went with it. I was fine with it actually. Okay. That's good. That's good. So you you've been a bit 
critical of the second movie and why? Well, it's just the same, right? It's pretty much similar. It's worse. How? I don't hate it. How? I said before, it doesn't have songs, mm. so there's no heart and soul to it. It's got mm. a villain which it doesn't need, just a cookie mm. cut of villain, which is boring. Mm-hmm. Goofy didn't learn any lessons from the first movie, so it makes his arc in the first one redundant. What more do I need to say? Yeah, I think they're all good points, but for me... You haven't said why you don't like the first movie, and you haven't said why you think this is as good as the first one. I I think they're both kind of similar. They're they're average, fine movies. I I realised after I finished the second one that I'd sat there watching both films with a blank look on my face, never laughing, not really connecting or caring much, but thinking they're fine, doable. This is the most devastating thing to happen to podcasting since Joe Rogan moved to Spotify. <laughs> There's been nothing worse. This is the worst moment of my life. No, You're not loving these movies. Can you imagine if I didn't like the Paddington films, Lonnie? That's what this is. I, I can't imagine that because no one could not like them because they're great movies. So, oh, I like these better. So. That's wrong. So, mm. I Actually, I don't mind Max. I think... Especially in the second movie, he is trying to balance more that, like... Yeah. It's kind of like Max is smarter than his dad, and he's just realising that, and he's like... Oh, oh I think that's a, a given. Yeah. yeah, he's like, I've got to account for my dad's lack of intelligence and his feelings. I'm almost the dad here in this situation. Which is, that was an interesting dynamic. Yeah, exactly. I'd go if he does learn his lesson by the end of this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, he... He goes to live his own life with the hot librarian. Yeah. It was pretty funny and when he goofed him, though, didn't he? he said, yeah, he like, pranked him. Yeah. And then best line of the movie, he is so goofy. <laughs> Sums it up. Oh, yeah, mate. That's goofy. He's goofy. Goofy goof. <laughs> I was, one thing I was going to say as well is that it's very obvious, like in 1995 or early 90s when they were making the movie, the first one that is, it's like, yeah, Prince and Michael Jackson are popular, so we'll make Max be into that sort of stuff. Yeah. By the time we get to 2000 or late 90s, it's like, okay, X Games, we can do some cross-promotion here. He's a he's a skateboarder, sure. Yeah, I mean, they must have gotten an ESPN sponsor. Or does Disney own ESPN? I, I don't know if they own them. I think they're all friends, though. Like, mm. the companies are friends. <laughs> sure. Okay, I think they're all connected is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, right. Fair enough, fair enough. Hmm. How dare you not like these films? I don't hate them. I just don't mm. love them. Might as well have. I'd I... rather you hate them than just be nothing towards them, Lonnie. I'm indifferent. I'm sorry. Yeah, I hate that. I don't like it. I've decided retroactively I'm indifferent to the Paddingtons just to spite you. You can't do that. I can now. I not can. No, nah, I'm doing it. It's done. I'm going to arrest you for that, so... Go on then, bring the cops. I'll go down swinging. <laughs> okay. I'll die on this hill, Lonnie. Dylan, you can't take back your correct opinions, okay? Mm-hmm. I did. Oh, Dylan. Oh, yeah. I'll say I do like an extremely goofy movie after watching it again. I think I was a bit harsh on it. It's mm. pretty fun. Yeah, it's a bit of fun. It's good stuff. And it, it leads in well to our next uh, next week's episode. So, you know, that's always good, isn't it? Oh, is that next week? 
Well, soon. Oh, okay. <laughs> Under promise, over deliver, Lonnie. That's okay. the motto. <laughs> Maybe at some point we'll yeah, do an we're episode gonna... relating to colleges. Yeah, we're going to do uni. A, yeah, we're going to do a college themed episode. So. Next week, maybe week after, soon for sure. At some point. Mm. <laughs> now, no. <laughs> we're recording them now. Got to go watch like ten hours worth of television right now. Yeah. Come on, we'll leave a recording and we'll come back and yeah, see you then. Yeah, sounds good. See you tonight. <laughs> All right, these films are masterpieces, classics of their age. Are we on the socials, Lonnie? We are, Dylan. You, you forgetting? You'll get amongst it section. Oh, I just wanted to move on so you don't call me out on oh, okay. the masterpieces. <laughs> but yeah, get amongst it. Um, the Sopranos, Lonnie. Hello. Fuck me, what a good show. Holy shit. See, this is um, what everyone talks about, Dylan. I've never actually seen it. I've seen bits yeah. of it. Yeah, but you're saying it holds up, do you? Oh, it's fantastic. Like, it's, I think it started in 99, this mm. one. I couldn't tell. I was like, is this smack bang in the golden age of television alongside Breaking Bad? And that's well, Dexter, that sort of thing. Started it, didn't it? On the early Pretty the much. Ages. It was like yeah. the first real um anti hero in a drama show, I guess you could mm. say. With Tony Soprano, who's played magnificently by James Gandolfini. Holy He's fantastic. And it does this really awesome thing. It's like he goes to like a psychiatrist throughout the show so you really get to see him like express his feelings about situations that he's been in in the show and you get a really deep look into the mind of a of a essentially mob boss like a very bad person but you care for him because he does horrible things he's a bit homophobic and that sort of stuff but he really loves his family like he really cares about them he's got a wife a son and a daughter but he also cheats on his wife like he has a mistress and obviously being in the mob is a horrible thing to do but yeah still in the end you care for him and that's what great writing does and great shows that's so weird like this didn't happen right but it's almost like around 1999 2000 early 2000s people are like what if we made good tv (laughs) (laughs) and then they did it yeah, apparently. Yeah, yeah. And not that the TV was bad before that, right? Like, you know what I mean? But they're just like, yeah, that's, that's put some effort into making some really good TV shows, and they did it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know what we do for movies? Let's do that for TV. <laughs> that's a wild idea. Yeah. But that's so cool that he's, yeah, he's one of the first flawed male protagonists who you hate, but also can understand and love at the same time. It, it, it's yeah. a fine line, isn't it? It's, it's really fine line. You have to be really great to, to walk that line, mm. if you will, Lonnie. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, and, oh, my goodness, like a million references to Goodfellas throughout, yeah. which that's how you get me happy. <laughs> um, they got, like, a, the main actress from it who played Karen. Oh, yeah. Ray Liotta's wife in it. She's his psychiatrist in this. Oh, so she's a main cast member. Um, and it's got heaps of other side characters from Goodfellas uh, have parts in this as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, calls out Goodfellas. Martin Scorsese has a cameo. Was he involved at all? I don't think show? so. No, not, he had not a cameo. Not from the credits. No. Yeah. Cool. But yeah, walks past like some mob boys and they're like, oh my God, it's Martin Scorsese. The man, pretty much. <laughs> he had a few ladies around his arm. All right. Yeah, portrayed him as a bit of a player. Don't know how accurate that is, but you know. I've heard some stories. Oh, hello. What have you heard? Oh, I've just did. 
think he was he dated a few actresses back in the day and mm. might have had a few um yeah you did his best to get them yeah 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 okay okay dalliances yeah marty cheeky boy <laughs> But yeah, not fantastic. I've only watched the first season. I think two episodes into season two. Still great. Still yeah. great. Okay. I might have to, yeah. Break Mate, it it's out. H- HBO. Hmm? Hey. They Good do stuff, quality they? stuff. Yeah, yeah. Said Game of Thrones. Haha. <laughs> Got them. <laughs> nah, Game of Thrones is all right. Just how it ended, right? That's what they say. Oh, you haven't seen it, have you? Seen bits and pieces of it. It's one of those ones that sort of everyone sounds good. I was like, oh yeah, under that, and then it turned around and it was like six seasons. And I was like, oh wow, it's. And then everyone said it's bad at the end, so you don't yeah. bother. Yeah, and then it's one of those things like when you have a partner, Dylan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's that no. like? Well, it, it's good stuff. No, it's, it's all right. I'm, yeah. No, sorry, I didn't mean to talk to you. I was just saying. No, you're when right. You're when all you're good. with someone, it's like you got to agree on the show. It's always good to watch stuff together, and it's hard to put aside. You know, time to watch six seasons of a TV show if you've um got someone else you're hanging out and watching other stuff with, you know. So Yeah, of course, of course. One day. But surprise come in your your own little show, Lonnie. Maybe I'll do it. Maybe I will do it. I've got a I've I've finished Succession, so I've got to find something else to watch, so it's on binge, so you can keep that binge going. I'll tell mm-hmm. you what, Lonnie. You watch Sopranos, I'll watch Succession. How's okay. that for a deal? Alright. I'm gonna okay. I'm shaking your hand virtually, okay? Okay, yeah, me too. All right, cool. That's me rubbing the mic. That's our handshake. All right. That's me touching the mic. Yep, yep, that's just me. Yep, handshake. Yep. All right, cool. Mm. <laughs> Weird. Yeah, very. <laughs> Let's talk that again, okay? Okay. Till the next time. All right. The okay. socials. Socials. Um, we're on the socials. We're on Twitter, yes. Instagram, Facebook. That it? so far but we might expand we're on youtube as well we've got some um videos up there so that's pretty good that you can share them yeah some great clips edited by lawrence gilroy but the man the myth the legend chosen by the man the myth legend dylan hallis so hello hello yeah yeah it'd be fun going through the old episodes wasn't it yeah it, it, that's really actually a lot of fun going back and looking at some of the highlights and so yeah, yeah it'd be good if you could share them and get them amongst your friends that'd be really good it's interesting it's like some of Having some of our loveliest moments as friends just recorded for all time. Isn't that interesting? It is nice, isn't it? Yeah, and just yeah. Some, some good chats and some, us like being excited about stuff. It's always good yeah, to... make each other to... laugh. Great yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so please share them. Please give us a rating and a review on your podcast app. Mm. Um, and, yeah, just get in touch. It'd be great. Um, thanks, Mark, for the theme song, I guess. I guess, I guess yeah. yeah. Why not? I guess, yeah. yeah. Thanks, Mark. <laughs> Good on you. No. Um, anything else you want to say, Dylan? I miss you, man. I miss you, man. <laughs> you surprised me. I did. Because if you say that, the show has to end. Like, if you said halfway yeah, through, we have to end. I mean, that, that's yeah, we're the, done. That's the rule. It's the yeah, we're gone. Signed. But yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I might do that on an April Fool's one. Oh, no, you wouldn't dare. Mm, wouldn't I? <laughs> we'll see. All right. See ya. What? Bye. <laughs> <laughs> he said bye we've already done hold up 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.